0: Love, talk Radio. Hello, this is Rich Lee from Saint Bonaventure University, and welcome to Cap into Greater Olean's Weekly Podcast. Um, this week, we're going to talk about a new law that the Cattaraugus County Legislature, um, you know, passed, um, you know, during the week. And uh, with me are two of the student reporters who worked on the coverage of that law, its Mitch Rosansky and Anthony Sembrato who did a, a really good comprehensive piece summarizing what the law was before the vote, and then um, Anthony was up at the county building actually covering the vote. So, Mitch, um, I'd like to start with you. Um, can you just kind of summarize and, and tell the listeners what this new law does? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so uh the Catawba County Legislature they voted on Wednesday like to decide whether uh they should increase the legal age for pur- purchasing tobacco from 18 to 21. So basically what that does is increase the the um the age 3 years uh, for um County where you have to be 21 to purchase to- tobacco.
0: Okay, and I know the law takes effect November 1st, but in the the story that you and Anthony did in advance of the hearing, I know you spoke with a lot of people who were in favor of the law. Um, what type of, like, organizations or groups, you know, were supporting this change in the legal age to purchase tobacco? Uh, Anthony? Oh, okay.
2: to? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, from the hearing, uh, you know, we had people, representatives from Roswell Park, Uh, We had this uh, Clean Air Coalition uh, who who was supporting uh, the law as well. And then there there were uh, area students and teachers who were supporting the law. So it was kind of a a wide-ranging group of of people who were in support of it. And uh, I think the the people who helped bring the law to the legislature, which was the the Clean Air Coalition, uh, did a nice job of kind of bringing everyone in and, and showing the wide range at the hearing
0: okay and um, as you reported that the law passed pretty easily i think it was uh, by a vote of 14 to 2 but i know in reading your story you know one of the yes votes came from somebody who originally you know was not in favor of the law and you know he spoke you know pretty eloquently about what moved him can you, you know just kind of describe what changed um that one legislator's mind
2: yeah so uh before the vote actually happened uh there was well, first the, the public was able to comment, and then uh, the chair of the legislature let the uh, actual legislators get up and uh, say what it was on their mind. And this one man, you know, stood up and uh, he said that he had been uh, a hard no uh, for the vote for a while, and then uh, one of his constituents, who uh, was a teacher at a local high school, he didn't say which one. Um, you know, just kind of met with him in his office and, and told him that, you know, some of these students ages, you know, 13, 14, 15-year-old who had been getting the tobacco from these 18-year-old students, you know, would come into the classrooms um, smelling like smoke. And uh, what that teacher told him really, really got to him, uh, and he decided that that was enough to change his vote. So uh, he changed it to yes. Okay. Okay, yeah, that was
0: legislator um Frank Higgins. I'm just looking at your story now, and it's yeah it's nice when mm-hmm. people you know are not so set in their ways that they listen to to the testimony, do the research and, and actually you know then you know make their decision based on what they've heard from their constituents um Mitch, I want to go back to you and, and the story that you and Anthony you know worked on you know before the actual vote um and I know you spoke with a lot of people about why this law was needed. There are a lot of statistics <laughs> about underage smoking, you know, can you, can you run through some of the reasons why people thought this law was really important that we really was important to uh, increase the age for buying tobacco?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, one of the things you're talking about, like especially the school with the the kids coming into school smelling like smoke, it's mostly the, the younger children, the younger kids in uh, mostly high school age, uh, they come in. They get their tobacco from their 18-year-old friends because there's some kids still in high school who are 18, so they'll, they'll purchase their tobacco products for their younger friends in high school, and the younger friends will continuously use it, come into uh, school smelling like smoke. So the law, what, what the law, what the law is trying to do, that is trying to outlaw that, trying to um, keep it keep it out of the high school. Really, I mean. They're raising the age of twenty-one, there's not really going to be any high school age students at twenty at twenty-one, so they they won't be able to really get their hands on tobacco. Okay, and um, Anthony, I, I'm guessing that you
0: know some of the, those same arguments were made, you know, during the hearing, but but also, I mean, there was at least one person who spoke in opposition. What okay. were some of the um? Well, yeah, the other side of the story.
2: Yeah, so there were uh, ten people who spoke at the public hearing and. And nine of them were in favor of the, the law. And this uh, one man, Jim Calvin, who represents the uh, New York State Convenience Service, um, he came in and he said that uh, they, they didn't think that this law w- would help just because people could go to the reservation that are under 21 and the, the Seneca Indian Reservation on, that are under 21 and get tobacco anyway so it would just make the extra drive. And he says that, uh, you know, don't thing that. So this, this would really be doing is putting these teenagers in an unregulated environment, buying their tobacco instead of regulated in the convenience stores. And, of course, he also made the argument that, you know, it would hurt local businesses, um, which was kind of rebuffed by uh, some other people who spoke because um, cigarette sales, tobacco sales, really haven't been a big impact of convenience stores since New York State uh, put the extra tax on it uh, a few years back. So now a, a pack of smokes cost you between 10 and $12, a lot of people go over the border in, in Cattaraugus County to Pennsylvania, or they go to the uh, Indian Reservation to buy the buy the cigarettes, anyways. So, uh, he, but that was the one man who came up, and, and he kind of made the, the argument for local business. And um, everyone else kind of came up and made their arguments. Uh, they cited the stats uh, that I wrote in both articles, um, and of course, the, the health effects of cigarettes. Yeah. Okay. Can you, um, Anthony? Can you put the you know what?
0: this action by Cattaraugus County into context. Um, I believe we're one of the few counties in the state, you know, to do this so far.
2: Yeah, there's there's five counties that are in the state. Um, most of them are, are kind of bordering uh, They're up in New York City or uh, kind of Long Island area. Uh, one of the first ones kind of downstate near Pennsylvania, um, along with Chautauqua County. But uh, this man, John Chafee, who I was talking, talking to was saying, you know, still that, Cattaraugus County is in the forefront, not only in, in New York State, but in the country. Um, he says right now there's, there's 150 counties total in the country that are either considering a similar law like this or have already passed one. Um, but it just, it still was a big move, especially for a county like uh, Cattaraugas, who has so many smokers, um, you know, 28% of the county smokes. So this is going to affect a, a large amount of people. And uh, it really was a a monumental offer for Cattaraugus County.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is something um, that, People are paying attention to it. I noticed um, you know, one of the stories was retweeted by the American Heart Association. So really, like on a you know national level, people are, are looking at what's happening yeah. here in Cattaraugus County, which is which is nice and something that doesn't happen all, all that often. Um, let me um, you know close. I'm interested in finding out from each of you. Yeah, you, know, you covered the law closely. You spoke with people in favor of it. Some folks against it. Um, do you think it's going to really you know have a positive effect and work well, as, as well as the proponents say, so um, I'll start with you, you Mitch. Um, what are your your thoughts on how successful this law is going to be when it takes effect, November first?
1: Um, I'm actually like very in favor of this law. I think it'll be very. It's a, it's a very good law to to have. Um, basically, with I think um, the younger children, I think like the high school age kids, it's important that they don't uh, get hooked on this, hooked on tobacco products at an early age because then it in, in it'll affect them in the rest of their lives, so I think i'm I'm in favor of this law
0: okay good I mean did you in a story um, or even you know just in casual conversations get to talk with uh, like any of your you know classmates who smoke and, and get their thoughts on on the new law
1: yeah, yeah, some of them some of them believed that it, it would it would be a a good law to have uh some of them thought that it wouldn't stop a lot of uh kids that they Some of them thought that they would still have different ways, I mean, uh, older friends, uh, older siblings, different ways to get the uh, tobacco. But um, a lot of others thought that it would would really end the the youngsters from purchasing tobacco. Okay. Well, hopefully um, it has
0: the effects that the legislature is hoping for. And um, Anthony, we'll we'll close with you. Kind of the the same questions. I mean, what, um, you know, having... You know, researched the law, written about it pretty closely, and, and spoken with a lot of people about it. You know, you think it's going to be effective when it takes effect later this year?
2: Yeah, you know, I think it'll be be effective, uh, you know, in Catteras County itself. I, I think, um, you know, everyone pointed out that con- the convenience stores do a really good job around here of checking um, IDs. There was some study by the New York State Department of Health um it said Kettero's County one of the highest rates of actually not allowing uh underage uh people to buy either alcohol or tobacco. So I think in the county it's effective. I, I agree with it there. Uh but I just think you know if there's an 18 19 year old 20 year old uh wants, you know, cigarettes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm sure you know we'll probably follow the story up once it takes effect, you know, in November 1st, you know, we'll we'll see a month in or so into the law, how effective it is, and, um, you know, hopefully it will be effective. But I um, want to thank um, both of you, um, Mitch Rosansky, Anthony Sombrato, for your reporting and getting the story, you know, posted up on our website this week, covering the hearing, and then um, sharing your thoughts and insights today. Um, thank you, everyone who's been listening to the podcast. My name is Rich Lee. Please visit our website, tap into Greater you know, follow us on Twitter and Facebook, and we'll be back next week with another podcast Friday at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening, and have a good day.